Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information about our ministries, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, as Nancy mentioned earlier, it's still the Christmas season. For those of you from the UK, happy Boxing Day. And for those of us in the Christian world, it is St. Stephen's Day. Now, Jake's mentioned this before, but when you go to your CVS or you go to Westside Market or whatever, and the cashier says to you, happy holidays, don't be like one of those people who gets upset because they're not saying Merry Christmas. We don't get upset because we are liturgical Christians. We believe in the church calendar, and we believe in the 12 days of Christmas. And the whole reason for the term happy holidays wasn't actually meant to be originally this sort of anti-Christian thing. In fact, we say happy holidays because there are a whole bunch of holidays in this Christmas season, today being one of them, the feast of St. Stephen the Martyr. Why, you might ask, do we celebrate St. Stephen during the season of Christmas? As we just read, Christmas is all about light shining in the darkness and the darkness not overcoming it. And yet today, we celebrate St. Stephen. And why do we celebrate him? Well, primarily because he was a deacon in the church proclaiming the gospel. But we celebrate it today because St. Stephen was martyred. St. Stephen was killed. Why do we look like to something like that during the season of Christmas? Unless you think this, you know, an aberration or, you know, a mistake on the side of the people who create our electionary. Maybe they weren't thinking. In a couple days, we're going to celebrate the innocents, those who lost their lives under the reign of King Herod. You remember the story, right? He needs to put down Jesus. He needs to put down this newborn king. So how do you put down the newborn king? Well, we don't know where he is, but we're going to kill all the infants. Why do we look to things like martyrdom and things like the slaughter of innocents during this time? Well, I think the answer is a very real one. Unlike a lot of the songs that I love during the Christmas season that sentimentalizes Christmas, that makes it, you know, the great psalm, right? Our troubles will be no more. Um, No. The biblical writers and the creators of our lectionary realize that, no, it's, it's not a sentimental thing. God becoming human and entering into our cosmos is an invasion, an invasion of foreign-held territory. The great illustration that many of us have used for a long time, it's like D-Day, the Allies storming the beaches of Normandy. And a lot of people think, well, you know, once they did that, they won the war. But we all know, and thankfully now more than ever, with all these movies focusing on battles that came after D-Day, just how hard it was before the war ended. And not just for the allies on the side of the British or the U.S., but at the time, the allies with the Russians, right? Them coming from the east, 
pushing the Nazis back. Christmas truly is a celebration. It's a celebration of light and that light overcoming the darkness. As this text says, a light which enlightens everything was coming into the world. And the reason why Christmas should resonate all year long for you and for me, it's that oftentimes, I don't know about you, but when I was a little kid, December 26th was the worst day of the year because you had to wait 364 more days till Christmas. And I think for us as adults, and even for children, because children are much smarter than we give them credit for, we tend to realize, all right, we've had all this celebration, all of this, and again, I said it at the beginning, but I love the sentimentality. But if all we have is the sentimentality, and then we wake up in the days after Christmas, and we're back in our depressed or semi-depressed seasonal affective disorder, (laughs) our depressions, we begin to think that, well, maybe this really is just a, a dream and a hope and a children's thing after all. Oh, the writers of Scripture, the creators of the church calendar, show us that Christmas is so good because it is the beginning of the making right of all that has gone wrong. And not just the beginning of the making right of all that's gone wrong out there. And I'm not just talking about, you know, governments and big business and this and that. I'm talking about, it's not just, you know, the person who annoys you, God's going to make them right. It's the beginning of making right all that is wrong and has gone wrong here. The things that we don't like to look at, but every once in a while we catch a glimpse of it like when we first wake up and we look at the mirror and we're like, oh gosh. The story of Christmas is intricately connected to the cross and even more so intricately connected to his coming again in glory. All of the hymns say it, we have perceived God in the form of a helpless babe, and yet we will one day see God in his glorious splendor as king of the cosmos, who will once and for all put away COVID-2022 and all of the stuff in your life. My friends, the good news of Christmas is not some heartwarming thing that's cute. The good news of Christmas is that Jesus is king. Jesus is alive. And the best part of it is that he come as king, not as some foreign invader against you, but as some ruler, the God-man, from a whole other sphere of power who has, as this text make clear, has given us the power to become children of God. He has come as our friend and no foe. My friends, as we celebrate Christmas today, and we celebrate Christmas next Sunday, and for all these 12 days, 
I don't know what you come here with this morning. What grief, what insecurity. I mean, who of us right now is not a bit insecure about this new variant? Who in this room is not insecure right now about some family situation or some worry about your job or just worry about your own health? The good news of Christmas is that our King, the Lord Jesus, who came as a helpless babe, has the power to make all these things right and is making them right and in the process will not cut us down but embrace us as a loving Father. This is good news and let's take it into these next 12 days. When we see our friends who are depressed because Christmas is over, you say happy holidays, right, Adam? Because the holidays continue. And in the midst of all that life throws at us, you and I have the hope of Christmas, a real living hope, because Jesus is King and He is alive. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. Produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of our parish, we would really appreciate it. You can make a one-time or recurring gift by going to calvarystgeorges.org slash give. Thank you for your support.